Good morning. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Noyach, Tov Shin Pei Gimel. We're continuing the Shir in Likutei Halochas, Yoredeya, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Tes Zion. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Ruvain Fischel ben Yosef, Robert Wasserman, and also Le'ilu Nishmas, Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviv Chana Bas Galia, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Yusbehendel Bas Gitaleya, Sorochel Bas Yusbehendel, Avivalona Bas Yusbehendel, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Jonas Ben Hilda, Rus Alexandres Dachaya Bas Luna Patricia, Mazel Bas Zahava, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Shlemenisa ben Mazal, Nisim ben Rivka, Simcha Sora bas Ahuva, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Ami ben Chai ben Yehud Eskila, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. We mentioned that today we're beginning an extraordinary piece of Likutei Alechus, where Abnosan Zal is going to explain a medrash that's also mentioned in the Gemara that seems very strange, and Rav Nosson Zal is going to give an incredibly clear explanation of this medrash. Alpi HaToyro Omer Rabbi Akiva now, based on the chapter in Likud Imran that this halacha has been based on, which is chapter 51, Yezboer HaMedrash HaPliya Mo'oid, will explain an inc- incredible, strange medrash. Vezel this is the wording in Medrash Rabbah of Chumash Bereshis, in the eighth parsha there. Omar Rabbi Simoin, Besho Sheboha Kodeshporhu Livroyes Odamarishoin, Nasu Malachi Hashores, Kitim Kitim, the Chavurois Chavurois. When Hashem was about to create Odamarishoin and he presented his plan to the angels, the angels were, they were different groups with different opinions. Mehem Oimrim Ali Borei. Some of the angels said that Hashem should not go ahead with the creation of man. And some said, yes, go ahead and create man. It's about this, that the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Chesed ve'emes nivgoshu, Tzedek v'sholom noshoku. Chesed and emes met, and Tzedek and Sholom kissed. Chesed oimer yibore, the angels of Chesed, of kindness said, Hashem, go ahead and create man. Why? Because there are going to be human beings that are going to perform acts of kindness. Whereas the angels of truth said, Do not create man. Because man is full of lies. The angels of tzedek said, Go ahead and create man, Shahu Oiset Sedokois, because man will perform charitable acts. Sholoim Oimer Ali Bore. Sholoim, the angels that represent peace, said, Do not create man, Shahu Kuloi Ktoto, because man is all about arguments, disagreements, fighting. Me Osa Kodishbarhu, what did Hashem do? Hashem wanted to go ahead and create man. Notal emes v'hishlichoi l'aretz. Hashem took the angels of emes 
and threw him to the ground. Hadod, this is why it actually says in a pasuk, v'sashlech emes arza, the truth was thrown to the ground or to the earth. Omru malach when the angels saw this, they said to Hashem, Ribayin ho'elamim, master of all the worlds, how are you insulting your special, special seal, your insignia? We know that the seal of Hashem is Emes. So Hashem said, Tale Emes Menorets. Okay, raise up the Emes from the ground or from the earth. That's why there's another passage that says, Emes may Eretz Titzmach. Truth will grow forth, will sprout forth from the ground. Ad kan l'shoinai. Up to here is the quote of Rabbi Simon in the Medrash, Vuhu tamuha ma'oid. And it's very strange. Eich shayich shashimizborach yashlech emes loretz. How is it conceivable that Hashem should throw emes down to the floor Shehu Iker We know that the main seal of Hashem is Emes. Hashem begins and ends creation with Emes. The first three words of creation, Bereshis Boralikim, the last letters spell the word Emes. The last three words in creation, Asher Bora Elikim Laasois, also the last letters spell the word Emes. To the point where the angels had to ask Hashem and make a request from Hashem, why are you insulting your special insignia? Another difficult thing to understand here is, How could there possibly be a difference of opinion between Emes, truth, and Hashem. Since we know that Hashem's real will was to create man, as we see in the end, that Hashem did create man. If that's the case, how is it possible that the angel of truth should go against that, should say, don't create man. Rav Nassim begins to explain, this is a very important rule, and in fact, shekol habriya hoisa begin di shtemoidoen lei. The Zohar Kodesh says in three words, what was the purpose of the entire creation? so that Hashem should achieve recognition. So that we should be to get to know and understand and recognize, have recognition of Hashem. And the main character in creation is man. Especially the Jewish people especially the righteous ones among them, they are the only ones in the entire creation that 
achieve a true recognition of Hashem. How? By the fact that we have a choice to accept Hashem or reject or deny Hashem. And those Jews, those tzaddikim who stand up to the test, and we stand up to the test and to all the challenges that take place in this physical, materialistic world, which is far, far, far from Hashem, who is completely spiritual. Because Hashem is super, super hidden to the most extreme level of hiddenness. As it says in the Tikkun Zoyar, no mind can possibly grasp Hashem. As Elianovi says in the Tikkun Zoyar, and Hashem understood and calculated with his wisdom that nothing else in creation, not even any angel, can possibly get to understand Hashem's truth other than the Jewish people by us coming down into this physical world, and we will have free choice, and we'll be zeched to pass the test, all the different tests, and by, by going through all of these tests and succeeding and passing them, we will become purified to such an extent that we will be zeched to understand, to achieve a very high level of recognition of Hashem. Above and beyond what any angel, even the highest level's angels, the Serafim, can, can possibly achieve. Because this is the ultimate purpose an end of the Jewish people, to be to achieve the highest possible level of recognition and understanding of Hashem. To get to a level where the angels will be receiving and learning from us, from the Jewish people. As the Gemara in Baba Basra expounds, regarding the Pasuk that says that there'll come a time when they will say to the Jewish people, what is Hashem doing? The Gemara says, There's going to come a time when the Tzadikim are going to, have, are going to be closer, are going to have front row seats, much closer to Hashem than the angels. And the angels are going to be asking the tzaddikim, what's Hashem doing? But 
Now, this level of understanding that the tzaddikim will achieve at that future time, no angel in the world now has that level of understanding and recognition of Hashem. That's why the angels opposed the creation of man. Because just as we just explained that the angels cannot understand Hashem, so too they cannot understand Hashem's true inner wisdom and His true, true opinions. Because Hashem and Hashem's wisdom are one. So if we say they cannot be Masig Hashem, the angels cannot reach Hashem, it means they also cannot reach the level of understanding Hashem completely. Kayadua, as is known in Sifrei Kodesh, that Hashem and the, and the wisdom of Hashem are one. Ukemaimar HaMeshoirer, and as the great singer, Dovr HaMelech, says in Tehillim, Mo'oid Omkumach Shevoisecho, that Hashem's thoughts are very deep. V'hamalochim, Nikroim B'Shem Chesed, Al Shem Midas HaChesed. Now, some of the angels are referred to as Chesed, because that's their ca- quality, that's their characteristic. And there are some angels that are referred to as emes, truth, because they come from Hashem's attribute of emes, of truth. And so to all the angels, Raphael from Rafua, Gavriel from Gvura, and because of the fact that the angels cannot understand what Hashem really, really wants, what Hashem really means, that's why there was this major debate among the angels regarding the creation of man. And even those angels who are called emes, who are called truth, shemidosom emes, where their attribute, their character is emes, kitrigu albriosoi, they opposed the creation of man. How could that be? Ki afalpi shemidosom emes, because even though their main character trait is emes, the chafetzim rak beemes, and therefore, all they want is the truth. Despite that, they could not possibly achieve an understanding of the ultimate, ultimate purpose of man. Meaning, and the ultimate level that man will achieve, that human beings, man, will be able to get to such an incredible high level, to be able to achieve a connection to Hashem and a level of recognition of Hashem higher than that of the angels. 
That's why they oppose the creation of man. Adarabah, the just the opposite of what you would think, meaning, because these angels are so honest, that's why they oppose the creation of man, because based on their honest understanding of the situation, they couldn't handle that Hashem will go ahead and create man who will be full of Sheker. As the Medrash says there. And now Rab Nosson Sal clarifies more. Because there are many different levels and many different variations within Emes. Ki emes hu echod, kanal Because on one hand, the emes is one, as Rabbein Zal emphasizes over there in chapter 51 on the Kutimran. Avol tzrichin yegiyo gedoilo lahasig ho emes laamitoi atachlisoi. However, it takes incredible, incredible effort and work for a person to be zeichet to achieve the real, real truth, the real, ultimate truth. Because even if we talk about the sciences in this world, chemistry, biology, it's difficult for people to get to the real, real truth, to have a real, clear, perfect understanding of how things work. As many of the scientists and, and great thinkers have admitted, they admit that with all of our knowledge, with all of our research, we still do not really understand completely why this operates the, in the manner that it does. And therefore, all the intelligentsia of this world still do not really understand clearly any of the wisdoms to really understand the full truth of it. Milvad other than mathematics and engineering. Those things could be physics, mathematics and physics could be those things, they have a greater level of clarity. But the other wisdoms, de- definitely not. So then for sure, for sure, if we're speaking about understanding Hashem, achieving a real, true, complete understanding of Hashem, that is impossible for a person to achieve with any level of knowledge. The only way a person could achieve that a level of understanding, really understanding fully Hashem's wisdom is by undergoing the incredible struggles and difficulties and challenges and tests that the true tzaddikim go through in this world, and they are zechet to withstand all the tests and all the purifications 
that a person has to go through by being challenged by all the desires of this materialistic world. They are the only ones who are really to understand the truth, the real truth of the wisdom of Hashem. To the point where in the future, these tzaddikim will achieve the most incredible level of recognition of Hashem. To the point where all the angels are going to have to receive from the tzaddikim. The tzaddikim are going to be clearly and obviously closer to Hashem than all of the angels. Because of the fact that it's so difficult for a person to understand the real, real intentions of Hashem, the real truth about Hashem, that's what's caused all the conflict, all the disagreement, all the different opinions. And the, the underlying theme of all of these, this, these disagreements is the truth. Each one of the different groups of people think we know the real truth. Because regarding truth and falseness, there are many, many different varieties and variations. Yeshahu Shakran Godol Varamai Gomur, there are people who are real major liars and, 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 and people who do all kinds of trickery and, and they know that they're lying. They know that they're liars. However, some of these people fool other people and they cover up their falseness with truth, making believe that they're honest. Because even a 100% liar, a person who's presenting something that's 100% false, must, must introduce it with some kind of a truth. As the Gemara says in any lies or falseness that doesn't begin with some truths will not be accepted. In the end, people will not be accepted. However, there are those who are not such complete liars. However, because they are not pure, because they haven't purified themselves, in, in how they conduct themselves in the world by overcoming all of their materialistic desires and all their negative character traits. As a result of that, that person's thinking, unfortunately, sometimes veers off course and it starts off a little bit off course and then one mistake leads to another mistake leads to another mistake to the point where the person can get to such a level where they're, dis- they're defining evil as good and good as evil.
to try to do everything to help the criminal, to free the criminal, and to, to endanger the victims, like our liberal, liberal friends. And, and these people think that's, that's the truth, that's what's right. And there are many different versions of this. There are some people whose mistake is a fine mistake, a fine line between their incorrect understanding of the situation versus the really correct understanding. And there are some people whose mistake is the finest of the finest of the fine. It's a tiny, tiny little mistake. To the point where we find that there have been even great tzadikim that made a mistake, a slight mistake, in a certain din, a certain law, or a certain way of conducting oneself. As we find many examples of this in the Gemara, in the Medrash, all over. And we must say, we must say that their intentions, these tzaddikim, their intentions were 100% positive. They wanted to please Hashem. They wanted to serve Hashem, honestly. However, at times they made mistakes, bifrat be'inyan machloikis, especially, especially when it comes to the issue of machloikis, fighting among Jews. With the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik, tremendous tzaddikim, and their intentions were good, were sincere. They understood our pihalacha, there are many sfor in the Shemach of the others that go into explaining what their proofs were from the Torah, that Yosef HaTzadik was wrong and was Chayiv Misa, etc. Kibris Krusel Eloshin Hara. Because the Gemara tells us that Loshin Hara, accepting evil, when, when somebody, when Ruvain tells Shimon something bad about Levi, that Hashem, that there is such a thing as a, a covenant that people find it easy and natural to accept Loshin Hara. To the point where Shaul HaMelech, King Saul, who was a very great tzaddik, as the Gemara points out in Yuma, page 22, that in his later years in life, he was like a one-year-old baby, pure, without any sin. And as a result of him hearing all kinds of Loshon Hara about David HaMelech, he made a mistake, which led him to murder all the, the, the Koyhanim, just about all the Koyhanim in the city of Noiv. And there are many examples like this. <clears throat> Because in this world, the truth has fallen very low. It's dropped very far down. Amitoi. 
to the point where even great tzaddikim and even true chachamim, note he's calling them chachamim amitiim, sure, they are emes, but to get to the emes la'amitoi, here again, this is not something Rav Nosan Zal made up, in the Gemara, the Gemara speaks about emes and emes la'amitoi. There are different levels of emes, all kinds of different levels. I remember a close friend of mine, a very close friend, I'll mention his name, it should be an aliyah for his neshama, a member of the Syrian community. He was born in Egypt originally, came to Eretz Yisrael, became, became a commando in the army in 1948 when the Jews were, were very small my minority here in Eretz Yisrael, fighting against all the Arabs, and then moved to America and, and married a Syrian girl and raised a family, and he wasn't Shemr Shabbos for many, many years, but he enjoyed hearing the Dvar Torah. And Hashem worked it out that he had a tiny, he met my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, a little, but didn't yet connect because he was the neighbor of a close friend, one of the closest students of Rav Rosenfeld, David Asulim. So, person, the Gemara says, Toiv l'shoch, person who has a good neighbor has to be affected by him. So that was the beginning. And then afterwards I met him and we used to ride together on a bus that would go from Manhattan back to Deal, New Jersey, where they lived. They worked in Manhattan and lived in a, an hour and a half ride. And most of the bus was busy playing cards. <clears throat> and he wanted, he enjoyed hearing the Dvar Torah. I would sit next to him <clears throat> And, and share words of Torah, especially from the Arizal, those kind of things, he loved it. And this person eventually ended, ended up, when my friends and I made Aliyah Teretz Yisrael, before we left America, it was, we left June 1987, was, was when we made Aliyah, June 7th, 1987. <clears throat> before we made Aliyah, we had Lag Boimer. And we made a large, a little larger Suda <coughs> at the time, to try to serve as a fundraiser because all of us who were living in America, we were working in computers, earning three, four hundred dollars a day doing consulting work in computers, and we were supporting Breslov Eretz Yisrael at the time, Breslov Yerushalayim. Now we were leaving America, coming to Eretz Yisrael, where those that would get jobs, their salaries would be a quarter or a third, a third of that, that amount, and the question was, how are we going to support, how are we going to continue supporting things? So we wanted to give a little push. <clears throat> so I remember he came to that, and, and there were two representatives of the Koilel and Eretz Yisrael that came to America at the time also, and they and spoke, <clears throat> and we made a little bit of an appeal, <clears throat> and people didn't really speak that much, but he, I don't remember if he raised his hand or he just wrote me a little note on a small piece of paper, that he's giving $20,000, which for us at that time was very big donation, very serious. And he wrote, I was elated, so happy, Baruch Hashem, a push and everything. We moved to Eretz Yisrael, and sure enough, I think on that note, or he gave me another note, his, one of his relatives was a bank manager in Kiryat Yam in Eretz Yisrael. He said, go there and he'll give you the money. I called the person up and he said he needs an issue from his, his, his relative and Maurice calls him up and says, give him the money. And we got the $20,000. Then a short while later, he came to, when he came to Israel and, he, and, and I, I wanted him to visit me 
And at the time, we were starting to think of building a shul, a Breslov shul in Harnof, where we all made Aliyah to. And we started meeting with the city. We got a, a possible piece of land, and we had an architect. And I was so excited because I heard that this person donated the doors in one of the shuls, one of the Syrian shuls in Brooklyn, he donated $100,000 to be able to say, so I thought, imagine, and he loved Eretz Yisrael. Maybe he'll help us build the Breslov shul in Harnov. So we made an appointment with the, with the architect, and my, this friend is coming from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim to see me. I'm going to bring him to the architect, and we're going to see. He comes to my apartment in Harnov, and he sees it, and he says, Beautiful, very good. I'm so happy for you that you made Aliyah and everything. And he says he wants to go see Reb Michal. He had heard from me about Reb Michal. He wants to go see. I said, great. I call up Reb Michal. Doesn't answer the phone, which is unusual a little bit, wherever he was. Let's go. We'll go see. Maybe, maybe he's at home. You know, by the time we get from Harnov to where Reb Michal lives, I hear 20 minutes, half hour, we'll see him. We go there. We call. We couldn't reach him. We took a taxi to go there, and the taxi was a Subaru car. And he starts interrogating the taxi driver, Subaru, a good car? He says, yeah, you can get three, 400,000 kilometers at the taxi drivers, yeah. And more questions, and he says to him, is there a Subaru place here, close in Yerushalayim? He says, sure, we go there. And he tells me on the way, he tells me a story that he had a cousin who lived in Eretz Yisrael, and he wanted to do him a favor, so he bought him a car, and he said that he made a deal with the cousin, the car is yours, 350 days of the year, whatever. When I come to Israel, I get the car. I don't like, I don't like renting cars, I don't like. He said the deal worked for a couple of years, and then one time he's coming to Israel, he finds out that the cousin traded in, got a different car, and he didn't put his name on the car, he can't drive it, so he was disappointed. She so said, I'm going to buy you a car. Same deal. And I'm thinking, this is the Sahara. This is the Satan. He wants to give me a toy. He'll give me a car instead of donating a building, you know, to build a breast of a shul. And I try calling Reb Michal, and I, I can't get him. Can't get him on the phone. We go to Subaru. He walks inside. He looks. What? This car? That, no, I don't like this. I like that. This car for you. This is a good car. How long is it going to take to get it? A month, too long. He needs a car right now. He doesn't have a car. Two weeks. He calls up his, his cousin in, in Kiryat Yam. They make the connection with him. He'll wire the money. A deal is done. I walk out of there and I'm thinking, who knows if this is the Sutton's trick to give me a little toy or give me a, and, and we'll miss out on. And, and the appointment with the architect was about a half hour. I said, great. Can we go to the architect now? He says, no, no, I have to get back to Tel Aviv another time. And I'm thinking, ay, 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 I blew it. Afterwards, I call Reb Michal, I tell him the whole story, and he smiles, he says, you didn't blow anything. You need a car, you have to have a car, and this is good, and, and Hashem will work out everything, period. <clears throat> this is a little bit about who this person was. This person had a daughter who... As, as the case of thousands and thousands of kids nowadays, went off, off. Drugs, all kinds of things, all kinds, terrible. And at one point, he said, I don't want to have anything to do with her. I don't know her. She doesn't exist for me, this, that. 
and the family came to Eretz Yisrael at one point, and he said to me, she's no good. Nothing good is going to come from this kid. And Baruch Hashem, we learned Likut Emran, Likut Halachas. I didn't hear what he said. I didn't listen to what he said. And Hashem, with his infinite kindness, gave me the, the, the wisdom to believe in Hashem, to believe in Rabbein Azal, to believe in this girl. And she went to a program here in Eretz Yisrael at the time. P.S. To make a long story short, she's married today with three or four kids, wonderful girl. And he, the grandfather, saw her, saw her turn around completely and, and he was in awe. He was in awe. He admitted that he didn't see this. He didn't see that this was possible in any way whatsoever. Now, when he said she's no good, was he telling the truth? At that point in time, that's what it looked like, 100%. He wasn't lying. He wasn't making up anything. It, it looked 100% clear and obvious because, again, they had tried a lot of different things <clears throat> and she was, as in the case of many people who get involved in drugs or addictions, not one word of truth comes out of their mouth. Lying and lying and lying and lying. He, he said the emes, but there was a higher emes that Rabbeinazal knows, that Rabbeinazal teaches us that he wasn't aware of. Baruch Hashem, he got to see it in his lifetime, and his son, his daughter and son-in-law got to see it. And this girl now, Baliyayin Hora, is a pure soul. She's a mother and a wife, Baruch Hashem, etc., etc. Rav Zal continues, Ki ikr ha-bechira because when we talk about human beings in this world having choices, we have choices to make all the time, what it's really all about is what's true and what's false, right and wrong, emes and sheker. Kimavur Batoyranal, as Rabbi Nizal explains in that chapter, in Likutimran, chapter 51, shahasheker hu hora vahatuma, that sheker, lies, falseness, that's where evil and impurity are rooted. Ve'ikar achizosoi, and the main ability of sheker and ra and tuma to take effect is machmas harichuk me'echon, is because we move away, we've moved away from one. Ki tekev sheyotzo habriya mikoyach because the moment that Hashem completed the creation, He brought the creation, the worlds, into existence, now there became two things. There became Hashem and the world. That was the beginning of the whole concept of a choice. Of which one aspect of that is purity. Because the moment that creation was completed, they became like some kind of an opening for tuma impurity to evolve. Shehu hasheker. Ayin shom heite batoy. Rav says, study that chapter in Likut Imran well. You'll understand this much more clearly. Nimtza. But therefore we conclude, sheikar achizas hasheker hu bebechinas haribui. That the main thing that allows falseness or wrong to exist is 
when there's multiple, when there's many, the more we move away from one, the more we get to Sheker. Remember, in the Ten Commandments, commandment number one, I am Hashem, singular, who took you out of Egypt. Commandment number two, Don't have other gods, plural. Hashem Echod. And the more that we move away from oneness, <coughs> the more there becomes, the more diversity in misgaber hasheker beyoser. There becomes more and more potential for mistake, for mistakes, for errors, for falseness. as we find that the moment Chava was created and there was no longer one person, now there were two, they messed up in an incredible way. They ate from the eight Sadas, which was good and bad, the and they brought death into the world for all future generations. As Rashi expounds on the Pasuk in Koheles, the Pasuk says, Oso ha'odam yoshor, bikshu rabim. Hashem created man, Adam, singular, yoshor, righteous, vehem, and they, bikshu cheshboinus rabim. They were seeking variety, diversity. Ayin Shom, take a look in Rashi over there in Kohelis. Vehem acharkach, and so do after Adam and Chava, Kishanoil do Kayan Vehevel. Now there were another two people in the world, Kayan and Hevel, and man started multiplying more. Nishava Mariva Now a fight breaks out between Kayan and Hevel, at Shekom Kayan el Hevel Vayargeil, to the point where Kayan rises up and murders his brother. And so too, subsequently, call hakilkulim, all the mess up, all the mistake, all these sins and all the bad things, hoyo alideishen israbo horibo yoiser, was as a result of mankind increasing more people, more people. Kimafurish beposuk, as it says clearly in the posuk, shekosav it says vayhi ki hechel haodam loroi valpnei adama. And it was when man started increasing in numbers over the world, Vayar Hashem ki Hashem observed that man is evil. Hashem saw a lot of evil. Ki Because the more, the more quantity, the more we move away from one, the more the potential for sheker to, to move in, which is evil and impurity, all the mess-ups, all the, the bad things come about through sheker. Because again, what allows for sheker is when there's multiple, when there's many.
once upon a time, a hundred years ago, a lady sent her daughter to the store, go bring me cookies. She went to the store, she asked the storekeeper for cookies, she came home with cookies. There was no chance of bringing the wrong thing. Send a kid today for the chocolate chip whole wheat cookies, and the kid will come home with, with the wrong type of chocolate. It was the, I wanted the white chocolate. Who said, why'd you get the black one? You know we don't eat the black chocolate. Who eats black chocolate? Everybody eats white chocolate chips, right? Avil be'emes gam iker mailas ho'emes u'shleimusoi hu daiko kishemevarin o'megalen ho'emes lamitoi bimkoim horiboi. Now listen to this. Rav Zal says the truth is the real significance, the real beauty and specialness and perfection of MS is only when we're to be able to reveal the highest level of MS from within diversity, from within the, the variety. The Cholmashiyesh Ribu Yoiser and the more that there is, the more diversity, the, the more diversity and variety that there is. Sheyesham achizas hasheker yoiser, which means there's more potential for wrong, for mistakes, for errors. Kishezoichen levarer ulagalois shom When a person is to discover, to find, and refine and reveal the emes from all of that diversity, ze iker mailas o emes ushlemusoi. That's the real beauty of Emes. That's the real perfection of Emes. Like the Pasuk says in Koheles, When can you really appreciate light? From darkness. It's only when there's a lot of darkness, and from the dark, from the darkness, you're able to bring forth light. That's wow. And this was really the ultimate purpose of the entire creation from beginning to end. Because everything was created for the sake of the tzaddik. This is not Breslov. This is Gemara. The Gemara says that there's a Pasuk, the last Pasuk in Kohelis, or next to the last Pasuk says, the Pasuk says there, Soif Dovar. The bottom line, this is Kohelis, the wisdom of Shloim HaMelech, the smartest person that ever lived. Soif Dover, you want to know the bottom line? Hakoil Nishma, we heard everything. respect Hashem, and uphold all of Hashem's mitzvahs. You know why? Because this is what all of mankind is really all about. Rashi says, because it's for this purpose that all of mankind was created. All of mankind was created for those few who will be zoiche to respect and observance of the mitzvahs. And the Gemara says, the Gemara in the beginning of Brachas takes this further. The Gemara says, the, the whole world was created the whole world was created for this Adam, this Tzaddik, this one individual who's going to achieve the highest level of fulfillment of all the mitzvahs and everything. The whole world was created for him and let Tzavos to serve him, to assist him. 
everything in creation. Shekol ma'alosoi. Now here, listen to how Rav Nosenzal describes this. That the what what makes this tzaddik so special? The fact that he had choices. And the main Bechira is in the ability to be able to discern what's, the tr- what's true and what's false. And therefore, the more variety and the more diversity that there is, where there's more potential for error and mistake, when a person is to reveal and to discover the emes from within all of this diversity, Hashem's name and Hashem's greatness is revealed to a much higher level. When a person has two choices and he made the and he chose Hashem and something else and he chose Hashem, okay, there were only two choices. When a person had two billion choices and he was able to analyze all, see all the two billion and still be able to see, not get affected in any wrong way by all the other choices, to be able to see the, and some of them look pretty similar to other to, to, to the real thing. But he says, no, 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 it's not this. It's not, that's the one. That's the greatest Kiddush Hashem. This is one of the reasons why the Gemara says that we cannot proclaim certain holy things unless you have at least a quorum of 10 people. And this is also what the Gemara says, that the more people, the more people, the greater honor to the king. We'll do a drop more. And this is also what Rabbi Nazar refers to in chapter 2 in the second half of Likut Imran. There Rabbi Nazar uses this wording, that the real beauty, what's really special to Hashem, is when we're able to reveal the simple oneness from among tremendous major diversity. And this explains why the first mitzvah in the Torah is to inhabit the world, to increase the population. More people. Because we need more people which makes the choices, the number of choices, greater. And within these many, the tzadikim are to complete the ultimate purpose, the purpose of creation. Whereby, among all of this diversity, among all of these different people and all of these different choices, that Sadikim Azech is still to pass the test. And they are able to refine the, the highest, purest truth 
from among all of this diversity. Sheshom nechaz hasheker yoiser. And again, we said before, the more diversity, the more the sheker, the more the potential for sheker, all the wrong choices and the wrong decisions. Ki kol because the more potential for sheker, that makes the emes so much more special. That you had so many different wrong choices to make, and you made the right choice. A person who is able to choose and purify the emes from among all of this sheker. This is why man has come to the world. And not just this world, but all of the worlds were created for this purpose. Everything was created for the purpose of choice. And the ultimate choice is between what's true and what's false. And the greater the opposition, the greater the sheker, the which makes it more difficult for a person to pass the test and choose the truth and, and be able to realize what the truth is. The person who is zoiche, to get to the real truth is considered more and more special, greater and greater and greater. The Alkane and therefore lost Lovoy in the future, Kishayovoy Hagoyel Tsetek when Moshiach will come, Sheikr Biosoy Legaloy So Emes Boilam. His main mission will be to reveal the truth to the world. Kamashikosov, as it says in Tehillim, Hashem Shlach Urchavamitcha, send us your light and your truth. Ki Oz Yiskayim Emes Meeretz Titzmach. Then we're going to see the fulfillment of truth sprouting forth in the world. And that's why the main coming of Moshiach will require that there'll be more, many Jews, many, as the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Hakotoin this small little nation, this small group of religious people is going to become thousands. Vahatsoir, and the, the young one, the small one, Legoy Otsum, will become a powerful nation. Ani Hashem Beito Achishena. I Hashem will bring him speedily at, at the right time. The number of Jews will be like the sand by the, by the ocean, which cannot be counted. And instead of Hashem saying, you are not my nation, Hashem is going to say, my beloved son, Hainu, <coughs> The Pasuk is informing us that in the future, when the truth is going to be revealed in the world, the Jewish nation is going to multiply, going to become huge. 
Because again, that's the real beauty and specialness of Emes when it's revealed from among so much, so many, and so much diversity. Instead of when there'll be so many where there's so much sheker, so many different varieties of sheker, where when there's that kind of scenario, it makes sense for Hashem to say, you are not my people. Why? Because Hashem is the purest emes. And when there's so many different opinions among Klal Yisrael, Hashem says, But then, just the opposite. Shom Daika, within that scenario, Hashem is going to say, Yeyomar lahem b'ni kelchoi. Ki adaraba zeye ikram alosam. That's going to be the real specialness of the Jewish people, the religious people, the tzaddikim. Ki sheyizku le'emes b'ribui godol kazeh. When they'll be zeche to the truth among all of this diversity. Ki zeh ikram emes because again, that's the beauty and the specialness of Emes when we're to be able to refine, a person is to refine the Emes among so much Sheker and so many different versions and varieties of Sheker. This is really why Hashem created everything. Any questions, please? That would imply that today's tzaddikim are greater than the ones ever before, since the sheker is so much is 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 so much greater today, even greater than the Arizal and Rabbeinazal. Who are these huge tzaddikim? Where are they hiding? <clears throat> the answer is, I was thinking of this as I was saying these words. The answer is, on a cer- on a certain level, yes. This is why it's possible to say <clears throat> that the Arizal was able to reveal certain things that Rabbi Shema Bar wasn't able to. And Rabbi Nezal <clears throat> was able to achieve heights where Rabbi Nezal said he surpassed the Baal Shem Toh, he surpassed previous Sadiqim in certain ways. One aspect of it is because of all of this Sheker, all the diversity, uh, or the, the darkness becoming a thicker darkness. It's true. Where, how, where are these tzaddikim hiding? The same place where Hashem is hiding. Hashem says that on that day, I'm going to be hiding. Ponai, I just learned this this morning. I learned with a group of friends before Shachras on Friday morning. We're learning chapter 66 in Likut Imran, where that's one of many places where Abenazal says the face of Hashem is emes. That because there's a pasuk mevakshe ponecho Yaakov. Selo Yaakov is called ponim, and Yaakov is emes. So if the Torah says that Hashem is going to be hastir hastir, the tzaddikim are hiding, hiding. Where are they hiding? They're hiding at their graves. They're hiding in their sforim. They're hiding in their students. That's where they're hiding. We should be zeched to search for the emes our whole lives. We say it in Shachris every morning. Hashem, please show me your path. Let me be zeched to go with your emes. 
because my MS still needs a lot of refinement. Help me be every day to refine my MS more, to get closer and closer to the true tzaddikim. And through that will be zeche to, to the Gula Shlema, Mitzvah Shem. I think it's so apropos that Rav is coming to Breslev and the whole world of Breslev came out through that incredible story around this topic. Exactly. 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 A wonderful Shabbos, a good Geben Shchedesh, Simchas by all of us, Mitzvah My family is celebrating a Simcha this Shabbos, a granddaughter is going to be getting married the Mitzvah this Tuesday, and this Shabbos is the Oifruf. All of us should be zeichet to celebrate, to have nachas, Jewish nachas, from children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, from each other. should be zeichet to be able to celebrate the, the ultimate nachas, the, the gula shleimah, b'mher b'amenah. Amen. Amen.